Okay, we are back for another episode of the Park City Real Estate Podcast. I'm joined by Brian with Park City Rental Properties. And I'm not going to lie, if we wouldn't have had a, a cancellation, because um, I, I wanted, like, this is maybe one of the whole reasons why I started the podcast, because you guys have great insights as far as, like, everything related to property values, rentals, and all of that. So. Yeah, it's a big pro- uh, part of what we do at Park City Vacation Rentals. We, yeah. we want to stay on top of what the market looks like, and, and there's, a, there's a correlation between what the real estate market looks like and the rental market. They, they very much go hand in hand. So if, if we're not staying on top of both aspects of that, we're not doing our job right. We're not maximizing the overall revenue for our homeowners. We're giving poor projections. And ultimately, for a lot of our homeowners uh, paying for these homes, they have to do so through, the, through their rentals. So making sure we can give a proper uh, analysis for each of the homes is a big, a big component to what we do. And you guys are like my go-to if I'm ever needing an analysis for a, someone looking to buy or sell. Um, you know, what, what are their projections for rentals? So you... Sure, yeah, we do something called a, a rental performance analysis. So we take an entire analysis of the home um, and, and we look for comparable homes to those that we have uh, in our inventory and also in the market. We wanna find kind of that, that medium rate and see where we're at at that time. And then we can give an accurate projection of the homeowner based on the trends we're seeing for upcoming seasons and for over the next couple of years. So there's a lot of science that goes into it. And 15, 20 years ago, People just threw out numbers and, and rolled with it when before the vacation rental industry was very big. But at this point, there, there's so much science into it. There's a lot of math and a, a lot of numbers that are involved in this. that We can get very accurate projections for our homeowners so they know exactly what their expectation is. Yeah, you guys are pretty meticulous when you give those, those projections too. We are. And yeah. I mean, sometimes the difference between $3,000 may not seem like a lot, but, but the difference to us, that's quite a bit for some people at the end of the day into whether or not they're netting that $3,000. Can they cover their costs for their new home? if they're trying to pay for that through the rental market. So we wanna make sure we're as accurate as possible and we can give them an extremely accurate projection going forward so they can budget on their end as well. There's a lot of moving parts in this um, from the real estate agent to the homeowner, to us, to the guests. There's just a lot of moving parts there. We wanna make sure everything is as accurate as possible. Well, and so just uh, backtracking a little bit, I called you guys uh, Park City uh, rental properties. We are Park City rental properties. Okay. We are also Park City vacation rentals. <laughs> okay. We are a lot of, we are I love vacations. We are a lot of different <laughs> Well, things. yeah, I think you guys have like 500 plus domains, right? We the, do. Yeah. yeah. I th- actually think it's over a thousand at over this point right now. Okay, so gotcha. uh, the, the CEO of our company, Jim Bisley, when he started doing this, um, he, he was a tech guy, had a lot of uh, background doing that. And he bought all these domains. He just bought everything you could possibly think of. Like we even have like Park City hotels even though we don't operate any hotels. <laughs> but it's all about driving traffic. If you're, yeah. under, uh, if you're familiar with SEO, it's search engine optimization on, mm-hmm. online, it's all about driving traffic to our websites. And that's why we have all these domains where everything you search for is gonna drive that traffic directly to our website. And hopefully we can pick up that guest as a, as a guest for us and a future guest going forward. Yeah, and so I, I guess I, I figured that was the case, right? Because you go by a few different, mm-hmm. few different names, and and then you know pl- apparently you've got a thousand plus domains uh, that that help that optimization and drive that traffic to your websites, to your properties that you manage. Correct. Um, and and we have over three hundred properties in in the Park City area, anywhere from uh, studios all the way up to I think our largest home is a nine bedroom home in the Colony. So so we're all over the place in terms of of, of the type of homes that we have and the type of clientele that we work with, both from an owner perspective and from a guest perspective. So there's a lot of variation in what we do and, and that's what makes pricing these, these homes on a day-to-day basis difficult at times and that there is so much variation. And maybe you're working with a, a studio that's 600 square feet or you're working with a home that's 20,000 square feet. So there can be a lot of variation in terms of, of what we do. 
um, but we're willing to and, and always looking to work with any type of guest, any type of homeowner, regardless of the size of their home. Yeah, so you've got, you've got the spectrum, you've got the studios, you've got the nine bedrooms, you've got everything in between uh, from the Uber, Uber luxury uh, to, you know, sounds like just kind of your, your run-of-the-mill sure. nightly rental studio. Um, so I, I guess, do you guys have anywhere that you specifically focus on uh, in Park City that you specialize in? I mean, no, we're, we're anywhere from out to Jeremy Ranch, which mm -hmm. we just signed our first home over in Jeremy Ranch a couple of months ago. Um, where there's a small community in Jeremy Ranch that now allows nightly rentals uh, all the way up through Empire Pass. So, I mean, that's from, you're going from the montage out to Jeremy Ranch. That's a, almost 30 minute drive at that point. So we're pretty wide and diverse in what we have. We have a ton of homes in the Blackstone area uh, out at the canyons. We have a lot of homes up in the lookout area. I think we have about 70% of the total homes up there in our rental um, property market. But we don't specialize in one specific area. We're willing to work in any area within Park City. We even go out towards the Jordanelle as well. So everything out in the Black Rock area. We've probably got 15 to 20 homes in Black Rock and Jordanelle as well. So if, it's, if you can rent it, we'll find a way to, uh, to get it booked up as much as possible. Well, it sounds like you guys have the resources to, uh, to be able to manage those properties effectively and, and we do, to and owner's expectations. We do, and I'm sure everyone's seen our trucks driving around town all the time. We've got our logos all over them. I think we have about 12 of those trucks at that point. Those are that's our maintenance team going home to home, prepping all those things. We have our housekeeping team as well. And then it, our office on Main Street is a 25-person office just on Main Street itself. So we have a very large team, um, a full uh, sales team, a guest service concierge team. We have departments for each, uh, for marketing and for our owners to work with directly. So a lot of different areas where uh, our homeowners and our guests can get served the service that they need, depending on what they're looking for. And so we're gonna, in a second here, we're gonna dive into some numbers that, that I think people are gonna find very, very fascinating. But uh, while we're on the subject of how you service your owners and how you take mm -hmm. care of them, uh, what's like the best way for someone to, to get a hold of you guys, to, to find out about your rates, your, sure. uh, you know, just the management uh, offerings and all that? I mean, the best thing to do is go to our website at parkcityvacationrentals.com. So uh, you can take a look right there. It's got all of our information, Park City Rental Properties. Just search online for us. You can give us a call, 435-571-0024. Uh, we've got we're in the office from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m. We have an after-hours uh, department as well, so we can get somebody in touch with you almost within 24 hours. If you're looking to rent your home out, Jim Anderson's the head of our marketing team and business development. He'll give you a call, go through the entire process, provide you with a rental performance analysis, so you know exactly what rental projections you can have. Um, and if you're a guest looking to stay with us as well, give us a call at any time. We're happy to book you. You can always book something online. We have all of our homes listed online. You can on our website there. You can see exactly what your pricing is. But we're happy to walk you through the entire process of what we can offer. Because every home and every single homeowner has its own personality. And we have to customize exactly what we're doing for that home and that homeowner. So we want to make sure we're all on the same page because it's very much a partnership. I mean, at the end of the day, if we're generating money for them, we're generating money for ourselves. It allows the company to grow and allows the homeowner to put more in their pockets. So we always look at these things very much as a partnership and we have to customize that relationship for every single homeowner. Well, and I think that's why you guys are such a great asset for, for us real estate agents in the area is because you, you guys really help us do our jobs better uh, by when, when we have someone who's looking to buy or sell. Um, you, you guys really help us to uh, to cater whatever the questions are and answer those questions uh, based on, um, you know, based on the needs of the buyer or, or the seller. So, sure, and then yeah. there's a lot of different questions that homeowners come with, and, and we get asked a new question every single week. Something that we're like, hey, we've never heard that one before. How do we answer this? 
And, and as I mentioned, Jim Anderson, the, the head of our uh, business development team and I, we powwow constantly. We're like, hey, here's this home, here's the question. What's the best way to respond to this? What's, what do you, what's your thought process in terms of, of how we're getting to this number for this homeowner from a projection perspective? What can we do with this homeowner who maybe only wants to rent their home out for six months of the year or only for four months or maybe only two months? Does it make sense for us? Does it make sense for the homeowner? And how can we guide that homeowner? Not every home is going to be a great fit for us. We're going to look at it and look at what the homeowner's needs are and our needs. And we're going to say, hey, you know what, maybe this isn't the best fit for it. And we're going to provide them the information with somebody else that may be able to provide a great fit for them in managing that home as well. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's a fantastic resource as well. Um, and uh, okay, well, uh, with that, I want to get into some numbers with you. you sure. Got, you got the papers that you're carrying. Got it. Um, and so with 300 plus homes under management, uh, across the spectrum from Empire Pass, you know, Deer Valley uh, to, you know, out to Jeremy Ranch, some out in the Jordan L, hideout and all that. Um, so you've got some great data to work with uh, and, and some, some really cool insights. And I, I think you gave a presentation on these numbers the other day. We did. So, uh, so if you just want to give us kind of an overview of this presentation, what the numbers mean, what, what you think that means for our upcoming season and, sure. and what the previous seasons look so, like. So a big part of what we do is we always want to look back. How did we perform over a certain period? And it helps us project going forward. What trends are we seeing in the, in the rental market? How far out are people booking? Where are people booking from? Those sorts of things. But as we look back, uh, back at this past summer, and I don't know how long you've been here. I've been here 17 years. And this community has grown dramatically during the summer portions. There used to be nobody here in the summer. Now, try to get a tee time over at Park City Golf Course. I mean, even in the middle of the week, at 2 p.m., it's, it's, it's really hard to do. The secret's out. It, I mean, the secret yeah. is out. This is no, this is no yeah. longer the hidden gym. It's still right. a gym, but it's no longer a hidden gym. Yeah. So we look at kind of our, our summer growth year to year, and every single year that I've been with the company, and, every, and I would assume beyond that, um, we're setting records for occupancy level with, within, the, um, uh, within the community with our homes. So when we, ju we judge occupancy based on, um, it's called adjusted paid occupancy where you take the total number of days over a period, you remove the number of days that the homeowner's staying in there, because obviously we can't rent those nights. Homeowners are gonna come use their homes at times. But adjusted paid occupancy is up 9% from this summer compared to last summer. And last summer was over 20% compared to the summer before. Wow. So as, as terrible as it may sound, um, the COVID-19 pandemic has been very advantageous for people in this, this industry. People are not staying in hotels because you have common areas that they're in. So we're seeing a lot more people have their vacations where they're staying in vacation rentals as opposed to um, hotels. And combined with that, not only do we have a 9% increase in occupancy, but the average daily rate of our homes was up 39% over the previous year. So, I mean, a home that was- So going from 2020 to, to 2021, 2021, just for the summer period, 39% Holy on average. Wow. So it's a huge increase. I mean, if you have a five-bedroom home up in the lookout area in Deer Valley, that's going to go for $25,000 a month right now during the summer period. Um, if you've got a three-bedroom home over at the Blackstone area, that's going to go for eight, 10, 12. I mean, depending on, on the layout and the furnishings in the home, we can get as much as $14,000 a month during the July period. So uh, whereas two years ago, those same homes were going for $12,000 up at lookout, $13,000 a month, and Blackstone was going for maybe forty-five dollars to $5,000 a month. So we're seeing huge increases in what people are willing to pay. This is a place people want to go and visit. Uh, if they're not going to buy a home here, they're like, well, let's, and they have money to spend, they're going to come out and spend it here. And, and 
the price doesn't seem to be much of an issue for for a lot of the guests that come out here. So. I understand it's pricing a lot of locals out of the out of the market as a whole, but you know, at the end of the day, our job is to have year-over-year year year growth with our vacation rentals, and that's what we're getting. Huge year-over-year year growth, and we expect this to continue. We've already forecasted out for summer of next year, and in our lookout homes that we're going for nearly $20,000 a month this, this year, we'll go for $25,000 plus next summer. Our Blackstone homes that we're going for $10,000 this year, we'll go for thirteen dollars to $14,000 next summer. So it's, it's huge increases just based on that demand. Everyone wants to come here. The weather's great in the summer. It doesn't seem to rain here anymore like it used to in the summer. Um, so people love that aspect of it. And uh, this plenty is a place of golf they, days, right? Plenty of golf <laughs> days. This is where people want to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I, I had no idea the percentages were that high. I knew they were, they were high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just year over year, um, that's, that's uh, astronomical and, and insane and crazy. And I'm sure there are a lot of people that aren't happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure some people are unhappy about it. The people who sold their homes two years ago, yeah. I mean, we've seen home prices increase dramatically, and we'll get into those in a minute. But even, even for the fall period, uh, we haven't had the same numbers we had last year during the fall. Uh, a lot of people, mostly from California, wanted to come out here for 30, 60, 90 days, or even come out for six months, stay the whole winter. The kids were doing school remotely in California. A lot of people were working remotely um, for the first times in their lives. They were able to travel a little bit and find a new place to live during this time frame. We also had a lot of fires in California last fall that sent a lot of people this way. So our, our fall numbers this year um, are actually down 38% for, for our adjusted occupancy. Um, whereas last year they were up over a hundred or there was more than a hundred percent increase in overall occupancy from the year before. So 19 or 2019 to 2020, our occupancy was was more than doubled compared to the previous year. But this 2019 year, to 2021, it's still up. Sounds it, like. Oh yeah, it's absolutely yeah. still up. Yeah. We're okay. still trending in the right direction okay. is where we want to be. We're getting to a little bit of a more traditional, um, what we think will be more of a traditional booking window in terms of how far out people are booking and occupancy levels that we can anticipate going forward. Um, but it has dropped this fall compared to last fall due to a couple of different factors, but well above where we were two years ago. Okay, yeah, and, and, that, and that makes sense. That context is important because sure. 2020 was just uh, you know, an anomaly. And, 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 yeah, and, and yeah. We, we, we use 2020 as, as a little bit of a gauge, but we try yeah. to go back and use 2019. It, it helps a little yeah. better because the numbers are more real. Yeah. Um, we had what a three-month period where people just didn't leave their houses, and from mid-March, April, May, nobody was traveling for two and a half months yeah, last year. And then we got to June, and everyone said, "Okay, we can travel yeah. a little bit. We can get out of here. Let's go to the place we want to be." And Park City was that place for so many people. Right, right. So important note: it is still up from 2019, uh, which was more of a yes, normal, significant normal market. And uh, and then how does it look? I guess you, because you, uh, you want to talk a little bit about because we've had some crazy. Uh, appreciation and home values mm-hmm. too, uh, and I guess your rental rates are reflecting that as well. They are, yeah. and, and they're not directly in line, but they, obviously they're going to correlate. When we look at home pricing for the last couple of years, um, between 2019 and 2020, it was a 26% increase uh, year over year. That was in Park City proper, and from 2020 to 2021, an additional 21%. So it's a huge increase over the course of two years. If you extend it out beyond Park City proper and you get into Snyderville, 16% increase from 2019 to 2020, and then an additional 12% from 2020 to 2021. So kind of balanced out everything of 20% for the entire area from 2019 to 2020, and 18% from 2020 to 2021 uh, in increase. And as, as I'm sure you, you, you can tell everyone, I mean, those are not typical numbers. That is not what you're typically going to see year over year in a market. This is 
This is pandemic related and people finding an area that they want to live the rest of their lives in. Yeah, people's lifestyles, their, you know, their expectations for their work habits and vacation habits and right. all that has shifted dramatically right. and, and we are seeing that. But if we look at the, the, the rates that we had, um, the nightly rates from 2019 to 2020, they actually went down from 2019 to 2020, partly because nobody knew what 2020 was gonna bring once COVID hit. Mm. What we did on our end is we slashed our rates. We said, we are, we are desperate to get anybody here. And so a lot of people got great deals early in the summer last year. Mm -hmm. Once we saw the demand, once we saw those things increase, we raised those rates. Mm -hmm. uh, another component to it is a lot of people are booking, aren't booking as far into the future as they were previously. People wanna make sure they're healthy before they travel, before they get on a plane. Um, uh, whether they're vaccinated or not, people wanna make sure the entire family is healthy at that point. So the booking window has definitely shrunk, whereas Generally during the winter, you're looking at maybe a 60 to 120 day booking window on average for a home. It's closer to 30 to about 70 days currently for the winter where people just wonder, all right, we're a little more comfortable with what the conditions are. We're a little more comfortable with what the COVID levels are. We're gonna go ahead and book our reservation now, even though it's a lot closer than we, than we normally are. And, and like anything in, uh, I guess any industry, the closer you get for the most part, you're gonna discount your rates to get a little bit closer. So that was the case last year, we were discounting our rates as we got closer and closer to each date to maximize our overall rentals there. So rates were down, but as we flipped into 2021, our average daily rate is up 29% over where it was last year. So a home that was going for $1,000 before per night is now going for $1,290 per night. So that's a pretty significant increase on average on a nightly rate. So things are trending in the right direction in the way that we want them to trend with rates increasing. Well, I don't anticipate 29% increase from this year to next year, I think it will be somewhere between 15 and 16% uh, on average is my, my guess at this point. Okay, okay. And, and so just to get an idea on how you guys come up with the, uh, your rates mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the, and the booking times and all that, so, so do you analyze other markets too to kind of compare with what we have going here or is it mostly just... This is a unique market. Yeah. Every market is very, very much unique. doesn't mean mm -hmm. we don't look at what other markets are doing and what mm -hmm. trends we're having. Mm -hmm. Usually those trends we're looking for are, are how far out people are booking, what overall occupancy looks like in those markets for certain times. As we saw, I mean, August was significantly down in, in uh, uh, across the country. I think it was down like 39% in terms of air travel compared to July. And then there was an additional like 20% uh, from August to September as well for air travel. And these so, are just general national or these nationwide are trends? Yep, these are nationwide okay. uh, tra travel yeah. trends. So okay. at this point, and we've seen a little bit of a pullback compared to our peaks at this point, mm -hmm. people that wanted to travel coming out of the pandemic who had not traveled in more than a year, they've traveled at this point. They've right. most likely already mm -hmm. done their travel. Yeah. So now we're back to the people who are traveling for a second, third, fourth time, or people who are consistently traveling at this point. So everyone that was cooped up for a year, they've done that travel. Everyone's gone, a lot of people have gone back to work in offices. All the kids have gone back to school in person. So the families aren't traveling at that level at this point. Uh, so so that, that's one of the things that we are seeing. Um, but in terms of determining our rates, it's, it's a combination of about 95% uh, analytics and 5% experience. Just knowing what the market's gonna bring, knowing what we're gonna see day to day, knowing what we're gonna see season to season. Um, but we purchased a lot of software that lets us know exactly where our home should be pricing wise at what times. And for our company specifically, we like to be a little bit over market rate, um, mainly because we know the level of service we're gonna provide for the guest. So we, we like to see what that average market rate is for each individual time frame, for each individual type of home, and be a little bit over that market rate. So, so we have a little bit of a cushion to both negotiate our rates with the guests, um, uh, discount as we get closer, and then 
uh, ideal, I guess, is booking at a full rate, and, and we're able to provide that high level of service they're going to come to expect from a local reputable property manager. Yeah, and, and you guys are kind of the... the um the whole service uh, when it comes yeah. to people who stay in your properties. So. Yeah, our thought process yeah. is, I mean, when guests ask something and they need something done, um, we take care of every aspect of the guest stay before they arrive, if they'd like. And whether it's ski rentals, um, transportation, car rentals, um, grocery delivery, babysitting service, if you, our thought process is, is if, if you can think of it, uh, as long as it's legal, we'll find a way to get it done. <laughs> Good. So Good. anything that's legal and within the bounds of legality, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll find a way to get it done. And we get some pretty yeah. obscure, uh, obscure requests sometimes, but our guests are paying a premium to stay in our homes. Yeah. We want to sure, make sure they're well taken care of. Well, and, and that and that works out well for your guests as well as uh, your, you know, the owners that you represent. It so, does, and our, and our homeowners yeah. that have very much have that, that, that same opportunity to use those services as well. But uh, the homeowners, the most important thing for a homeowner is getting repeat clientele. You get the same guests that come in there, they take better care of the home. They know exactly what the home is. They treat it more like their own home. So if a guest has a great experience in a home, they're going to want to come back and stay in that exact same home. That's the ideal scenario for us, for the homeowner, and for the guest. That's, uh, I mean, can I ask what, how, how, if, since you brought sure. it up, like, repeat guests, do you guys have a, that figured out, like, how... Sure. In, in, in right now, mm-hmm. um, we're still figuring out 2021 because <laughs> yeah. there are so many new travelers in 2021. That's so People true. who have never, uh, not only not never traveled, but have never oh stayed goodness. in vacation rentals before. People, yeah. So it's a brand new experience for them. So we're hoping to see a lot more of that. Yes, yeah. we do get a lot of repeat guests. Yeah. Um, a lot of those tend to be people who stay for 30 plus days during the summer period mm-hmm. or people who are staying during the winter period coming out to ski. So our repeat guest uh, level um, for the winter period is around 40% annually. During the summer period, it's about 30%. We'll see what it looks like next year because we had a whole branch of new people that so came in. So many people I talk to, uh, you know, just on the streets and galleries, all right. that. They're, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm here for the first time. Yeah, you know, first time. It's, it's crazy. Never um, been here before. Yeah, we yeah. just say, no, we're working remotely. <laughs> we just pop, jumped in the van and, and drove through for five days. We can just need a quick place to stay. So we hear that story a lot um, when people just want to come through. And, and it's a mix. I mean, whether it's people with, with a low budget just looking for a studio for two or three nights or people that want to come for a month and, and stay in a 10,000-square-foot home and, and spend tens of thousands of dollars to do it. There's, there's a wide variety of people that that have never done this before and have never been to Park City. And, and we're capitalizing on that, and, and our homeowners are as well. And we're padding those wallets for them. Well, and hopefully we can put a couple links. So if anybody hears this, uh, you know, come here for the first time, they can, you know, obviously get in touch with you guys in that, in that sense. Um, uh, but I guess, so we, we talked a little bit about, or we talked, we've covered a whole lot of ground here. I know you've maybe got a few more numbers you want to dive into, but how are we looking as far as bookings for the upcoming uh, winter season compared to maybe 2020 and 2019. Sure. So we'll go back just to 2020 uh, the, compared to last year. And I like to do everything to year to date. So what is today? October 6th, 7th? One of those? Six? Yeah, one of those. Maybe uh, six. Somewhere in there, the sixth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so our adjusted paid occupancy compared to last year at this exact same time for the winter period, which we consider the day, uh, there's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So that Sunday, we consider the first day of the winter period. We're up 53% compared to last year. 53% really? in adjusted paid occupancy. I was expecting it just on the, based on the numbers you were saying earlier. 53% That people are increase. waiting to book and all that. We're still, I mean, last year, we, we were struggling <laughs> at this time last year for the winter. We didn't have a ton of bookings. There so, was still a lot of uncertainty. Exactly. The vaccinations were now. And, and around this sense. time last year was when yeah. we had that second wave of COVID that hit yeah. a lot of people and, and the okay. numbers increased. Right. But we look at our average daily rate as well, and, and our average daily rate is actually up 80% compared to last year huge, huge increases. <laughs> now, that's a, that may be a little skewed. 
And the reason for that is last year we had a lot of people that stayed for 30 plus days. And if anyone stays for 30 plus days, they're generally reserving the home well in advance. And we're also gonna negotiate that rate with them. So somebody full rate for a home, let's say it's $50,000 for a month, maybe negotiate that down to maybe $30,000 or $35,000 for that month. So we'll negotiate those rates. So it helps skew the average daily rate a little bit. Okay. But we're definitely, definitely have an increase. Yeah. Also, the larger homes tend to book first. The bigger the home, if it's ski in, ski out, it's gonna go in advance. Those are the homes that always book well in advance. Whereas the smaller homes, anything three bedrooms and smaller, maybe doesn't have ski in, ski out, or isn't close to so lift. So it's skewed a little bit. Those gotcha. tend to book a little bit later. So okay. these numbers are a little bit skewed. Okay. I wanna be That's fully okay. transparent yeah. in those. But if I go back and I yeah. look at the numbers from two years ago mm -hmm. and where we were, I mean, we're still trending in that right direction where we're actually, our adjusted paid occupancy is actually up 64% compared to two years ago, whereas the, the average daily rate is up only 27% compared to two years ago for the winter period. But that's still a lot of growth the, over the course of two years. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty significant, yeah, I think. It's yeah. huge. And at yeah. the end of the day, what we're looking for is a combination of that adjusted paid occupancy and that average daily rate and kind of mixing that all together. And then we know exactly what our targets are, what we're looking for. And that helps us price our homes accordingly based on the demand. Well, and, and that's helpful, I guess, from, you know, from a real estate perspective, too, because it's really encouraging to know that people are booking, uh, you know, that, that people are willing to pay to come to our town. Um, and so, so that's really great. Really great info yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for I mean, us. <laughs> it's, and, it's, and it's funny, too, because we hear people that are like, oh, this town's crowded. There's too many people here yeah. now. I'm just like, I don't know. You're selling your home for three times what you bought it for five years ago. So it's hard for me to, to listen to your complaint. It's, it's a bit it's, of a mixed it's a, bag. It's yeah, a mixed bag. Yeah, it's that yeah. give and take sort of thing. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, but but for, for, for your industry, for my industry, yeah. I mean, the prices just continue to go up. And, and again, they're, they're very much in line and very correlated as to um, uh, when, when one goes up, the other is going to follow. Yeah, we're kind of the beneficiaries. You've been here seven Absolutely. years. I've been here, uh, you know, five or six. I can't remember exactly, but uh, we're the beneficiaries of just all this, you know, uh, great infrastructure, sure. great trail system, all all the things that Absolutely. Park City offers. And, so. and it's, I mean, and, and as you can say, we work hand in hand with you guys. Without yeah. you guys, we don't we don't have clients. And then, and your clients are always looking for the right place to go and, yeah. the, and the right property manager to work with. So, so we're very thankful for everything you guys send our way. All the property managers that are in town are very thankful that you guys do your due diligence and make sure they know exactly what those expectations are when they get into um, the, the rental market. So well, you, you guys came in for me clutch or your after hours even, you know. There like, you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, very, very reliable, uh, you know, very reliable company. So uh, that, I mean, unless you have something else that you think would be good for the listeners to know about, I think. I mean, at, at the end of the day, we, we've seen a lot of growth. We've yeah. seen a lot of growth in the market. And at this point, if you want to make... It, if you've got a three-bedroom home in Park City, it's gonna it's gonna do a gross of hundred thousand dollars. If you don't use your home at all, it will do a gross of hundred thousand dollars every single year using the models that we have, um, and and that's a lot of money. That's gonna a lot of times cover your your uh, your mortgage, cover your HOA dues, cover your property taxes. Take a free home at the end of the year over the core um, by by just letting people rent it out over the course of the year. You can have your appreciation on top of that as well. So uh, it, it's now. As you've seen, now's the time to strike. Get in while you can, because I don't see this slowing down anytime soon, whether it's rental rates, whether it's real estate. I'm sure we're going to have minor pullbacks here and there, but based on the demand we're seeing, things are just going to continue to go through the roof. And if people want to come and stay here, ultimately they want to come and live here. 
And, and that's what we're seeing. We talked to guest after guest after guest says, hey, I'm coming out for a week. I'm looking for a place to buy, or I'm looking for a plot of land to build on. Where can I rent? Or even where do you suggest yeah. we look? No, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's a key question, right? Because a lot of times people are already looking to buy when they're coming, or they've been here a few times before, but they're maybe not 100% sure where they want to buy. Sure. So, so, you know, to have you guys answer those questions as well. Well, what exactly are you looking for? Do you want the ski in, ski out amenity? Do you want more of a golf amenity? You know, do you want club amenities? All, all of that, you guys take care of all that. Yeah, too. and you know, as yeah. someone that's been here 17 years, I've lived all over this town. I've lived on Park Avenue. I've lived in Thanes Canyon. I've lived in Silver Springs. I've, I live in Pine Brook currently. So I, I know these areas. I've been in them. I, I can tell you exactly mm -hmm. what each community brings. So if a homeowner ever has those questions and they say, hey, what does it bring from this perspective? Or what does it bring to from a rental perspective, I know it. I understand what it looks like. I understand uh, what the school system looks like. I have an 11-year-old that goes to Ecker Hill Middle School. We have guests, especially last year, that wanted to talk to someone about the school system. It happened on a daily basis last <laughs> fall. We're interested in moving out there. What's the school system like? Well, let me put you on the phone with a guy whose daughter mm. goes to school here. Yeah. And that was me. Yeah. So um, we're very much a local uh, uh, company here. Uh, everyone, we, obviously, with our office on Main Street, everyone lives local. Um, and, and we're just excited to take care of the guests that want to come here and experience what Park City has to offer. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, we we have run out of time. I wanted to get a little bit more about you and your background. <laughs> you just kind of breezed over it a little bit. You know a lot about the the local local areas, local school district, and uh, tell us a little bit about your polo. What, what are you? What well, are you um, this is my Dodgers polo. The yeah. playoffs begin tonight. I know this won't come out for a little bit, but <laughs> on the day we're shooting this, uh, the baseball playoff starts, and I'm a large Dodger fan. I'm originally from Los Angeles. Uh, area so but been out here 17 years and uh, hopefully my Dodgers can repeat a little bit so big sports fan um, I, I do like my sports I play a lot of golf you were a sportscaster in the day I back was then. back in in my younger days with ESPN and <laughs> yeah. but now I've transitioned to a, a career that is a little uh, a little more balanced for me mm -hmm. so I get to play a little more golf and spend more time with my kid so those are the important things to me awesome awesome well Brian thanks so much for your time of Appreciate course it. thanks for having me yeah you bet